This is the Family Man Tactical Podcast. I'm your host, Chris. I'm the family man that loves all things tactical. We're coming to you every week with episodes for gun owners, those interested in self-defense and concealed carry, and, of course, all you tactical gear junkies. If you're a family protector, you're in good company. Come on in, pull up a seat, and let's have some fun. All right, all right, all right. We're back with our fourth episode over at Family Man Tactical Podcast. Uh, Today, I want to talk about AR-15s, the Assault Rifle 15. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Uh, (laughs) um, I know... uh, I know that's what the the news media would love to uh, have everyone in America think, that the AR-15 rifle stands for Assault Rifle 15. It doesn't. Uh, The AR stands for Armalite. Mm. And there's no doubt that the AR-15 is, quite honestly, America's rifle. Or carbine. really is a carbine. But, um, you know, it's it's a pretty cool uh, piece of kit. And... So many folks have them nowadays. Um, if if you haven't considered an AR-15 for home defense, that's what we're going to talk about today. You know, it, it might not be right for your situation. Um, but hey, let's give it some consideration here and go over some of the positives and, and negatives of uh, having an AR-15. Um, and then we'll compare it kind of against a pistol and shotgun because those are other... Um, popular items for home defense there, right? So, uh, yeah, let's jump into it. Uh, The AR-15, if you're not familiar, look it up. It's operation. It shoots. Usually it's it's chambered in a .223 caliber 5.56 millimeter round. Um, It dates back to uh, the Vietnam era. Um, and in the last 10 years has, well, 20 years now, become wildly popular um, in, in the gun community. Um, and one of the misconceptions we see out there is that, hey, rifles are bad for home defense because they overpenetrate. Um, and while I agree to some degree um, with the two two three or 5.56 round, depending on the ammo selection, that's not necessarily true. Uh, So for today's discussion, let's say um, what we're talking about is an AR-15 with a barrel length of anywhere from 10.5 inches, which um, unless you have it uh, as a short barrel rifle registered, would have to be in a a pistol... um, configuration, right? So either an AR pistol or a 16-inch AR rifle carbine, right? Um, So that's what we're talking in that context today. I'm not suggesting um, a 20-inch AR-15, although folks can do uh, home defense with that if they want. Um, It just kind of gets a little bit long there. So misconceptions. Uh, Before we go any further, I would highly suggest uh, there is a YouTuber out there who has uh, military credentials and former military credentials um, and is an accomplished champion shooter by the name of Paul Harrell. Um, he has a video called Home Defense Over Penetration Through Walls. 
and he does an outstanding job of demonstrating right there uh, with wallboard, um, home siding, and uh, different uh, calibers and, and firearms, uh, what, the, what the type of penetration you get out of, out of certain firearms. And it, that is, uh, it's really eye-opening uh, if you haven't seen that. Um, so I would, I would suggest you look that up and give a little perspective for our discussion today. So misconceptions about overpenetration. Um, one is, folks, uh, you know, you have to say, okay, is, are we talking about overpenetration when the round has missed the target? Or are we talking about overpenetration when the round has entered through a flesh target and exited and continued on because it matters okay so for the sake of our discussion we're talking about rounds that have hit their target okay and meet the fbi protocol for appropriate penetration to be considered uh, for duty use okay and that uh, that's in bare gelatin uh, calibrated and the penetration through that gelatin in testing should be no less than 12 inches and I believe no more than 16 inches. I believe that's the, the standard there. Okay, so here's something to consider for perspective before we even get into the pros and cons of an AR-15 for home defense. Any round that can't penetrate 12 to 16 inches in uh, calibrated FBI gelatin. You know, shots aren't always taken straight on. And so in a self-defense situation, you might be shooting through an oblique angle and it might not be enough to incapacitate um, the attacker. Okay, so that's something to consider. And anything, any round that can penetrate 12 to 16 inches of bare gelatin is enough to escape most modern homes through their exterior wall, unless they're, you know, brick, but uh, particle board insulation and siding. So if it, if, if it can hit that mark of 12 to 16 inches of penetration for, for self-defense du or duty use, it's more than capable of escaping a home. And that goes for handgun rounds, shotgun rounds, and rifle rounds, okay? so. I'm sure most of you have heard that before, but just a little perspective. Okay, so uh, the other thing is pistol rounds. There's a misconception out there that uh, the 9mm, for example, will penetrate uh, far less than uh, 5.56 or 2.23. Well, okay, if you're using full metal jacket, um, M855 out of a, which has got a hardened uh, steel penetrator in it, yeah, maybe, okay, probably, um, against a full metal jacket 9mm, yeah, probably. Um, I'd have to look it up to, to see exactly. Both are going to, are not ideal for self-defense, right? They're, they're going to way over-penetrate, okay? But let's say you have your standard um, self-defense round for 9mm fired out of a Glock 19. So it's, uh, let's say it's a gold dot or HST. Those are pretty standard for premium self-defense ammo, um, matched against uh, what Paul Harrell used in um, the home defense over penetration video I recommended. 
uh, Hornaday's critical defense in like a 55 grain, okay? If you put those side by side, believe it or not, the HST or gold dot should over-penetrate more when fired um, through medium or even through bare gelatin. Now, I can say this with some confidence because I have tested this out. A 9mm will escape a house wall. Um, when, when we constructed it, it escaped a house wall and continued on going through two sheets of auto glass behind that. So just to give some perspective, it, it comes down to science, right? So uh, a slower, heavier moving round is, is going to be sometimes harder to stop because it doesn't deform and break apart as easy as a fast, light moving bullet. Okay, and, and I probably, if there's any uh, physics ma majors out there, I'm probably butchering uh, how to describe that effect, but essentially light, fast-moving bullets, uh, when they hit an object, um, they become unstable, they break apart, and in the long run, they don't end up penetrating as far, right? Uh, because their energy is dispersed. Okay, so there's a little perspective there. Another another thing is shotguns, you know, uh, being perfect for home defense. And it, you'll, you'll see people fall into two categories usually. Either they want birdshot, for their shotgun, um, which completely underpenetrates, um, and or they they want um, double up buck shot, which really overpenetrates. It's it's quite the penetrator when it comes to um, being compared against nine mil and um, self defense two two three ammo. Okay, um, there's actually you know to uh, to give Paul. Harold, another shout out there. Um, he did a, a video on uh, number four buckshot, which actually is a good happy medium if shotguns are just your your go-to. Uh, very very good penetration for targets, but um, if if they if you do hit a target, they don't over penetrate to the point of escaping a house, at least in testing. So. Something to consider. Okay, so we have a little perspective about over-penetration, about what pistol rounds can do, um, depending on the bullet construction, what 5.56 does, depending on the bullet construction, okay? Now let's talk about some pros out of the AR-15. One, they're wildly popular. Uh, the prices are still, even in the middle of um, the pandemic, where guns were just not on shelves, as of today, May 2021, you can still go to Palmetto State Armory, buy an AR-15 kit for around $420, buy a red dot optic on a budget red dot optic for about $120, and a lower receiver for probably about $100 uh, after shipping and FFL transfer, right? I mean... That's an affor uh, affordable AR-15, right? So you can still get them. They're wildly popular. There's parts all over. The, uh, you, they're not going away, right? Um, even with gun legislation looming in the background, the AR-15 is just not going away, okay? Um, so recoil. The 223 5.56 have low recoil, okay? Um, that's just how it is. So anyone, any person in your house that's old enough to be 
using a firearm in self-defense can shoot this. Your wife, um, you know, if your teenager is trained and, and it's appropriate, they can shoot it as well. So, you know, the AR-15 has that going for it, is, is recoil mitigation. And the, the effects of properly selected defense ammo are devastating on, uh, on an attacker. Okay, so that's that's a, a check mark in my box. I go, yeah, that's awesome, right? Um, so there's there's ammo available other than military surplus ammo, which is good because um, the the M one ninety three, which is a fifty five grain full metal jacket, um, that can that can over penetrate. It doesn't um, fragment as reliably as one would hope if using it in a self-defense situation, right? The other thing is the M855 ammo. Not only does that not fragment reliably, um, it's got a steel penetrator in it, and it was used, meant for military use, right? So, something to consider there. But, Federal makes an MSR round. Um, there's gold dot ammunition from Spear. Hornaday has critical duty. Um, ammo. There's there's so many good when you can find them nowadays. There's so many good self-defense AR-15 platform ammo um, made that uh, it really really kind of makes it possible to hit that 12 to 16 inch uh, penetration threshold reliably and limit over penetration. So um, ammo selection is there, right? The ability to put a sling on this carbine um, or pistol and if you need both hands you know let's say you have a bump in the night kind of thing and, and you wake up and one of you know you grab your carbine and throw it over your shoulder the sling over your shoulder and you find out that one of your family members um, got up for some reason in the middle of the night and fell over and maybe you don't need your rifle um, but for whatever reason you know, it's it's still there. You're not setting it down away from you. It's still on your body. Um, so you still have control over your weapon there. And you can do whatever you have to do uh, with both hands. I know that might not have been the best example, but, you know, um, the ability to not have to strap on a holster um, to secure your firearm on you is, is good, like you would have to do with a pistol, right? Okay, so accuracy. That's another thing. Nine times out of ten, if you grab a new shooter and you line them up and you put them on target on a range, let's say ten yards with a red dot on an AR-15, they're going to hit um, much more accurately than they would with a pistol if they're new to pistol shooting or they're new to shotguns. So there is a the the learning curve is not as steep. Right, so that's another good thing that you know AR-15. We, we have a, a mitigated recoil. Um, they're much more accurate for new shooters, um, given a red dot optic. Okay, they're lightweight. That's the other thing too. Of course, unless you have all the latest gadgets and uh, heavy barrel on your AR-15, right? But generally speaking, you can get a home defense AR-15 setup that's around seven pounds. That's not bad. And here's the other thing. 
another another positive for me is capacity. Now, some folks say, well, you know, as much ammo as I can carry, I'm going to carry. Um, others say, well, I'm, I'm probably not going to need any more than a single stack magazine for home defense. Maybe. But sometimes home defense situations happen where multiple attackers are trying to enter the home. Okay, so we'll leave that one for another discussion, but you have the capacity if you need it or want it, right? Uh, most of uh, the standard AR-15 magazine has 30 rounds. And God forbid you ever need to use all that. You have it there, and you don't have to change mags, right? Which is cool. Um, I already mentioned the, the red dot optic kind of on the side there, but again, you can put a red dot optic on a shotgun, um, which would obviously... Be, uh, be very helpful. Um, and you can put one on a pistol nowadays too. I mean, that market's really taking off. The issue is there is some training and there is a steep learning curve with uh, using a red dot on a pistol and a self-defense capacity, especially up close. Um, there's, a, there's the modern uh, Samurai project um, and that's a that's an excellent resource for learning how to use a red dot on a pistol but again it's not user friendly it doesn't translate the same way a red dot on an ar-15 does um, and you might have had the similar experience if not i'd love to hear from you um, okay so the other thing is safety ar-15 is actually fairly safe when considered against maybe a glock 19 or, or some other pistol that maybe doesn't is striker fired and doesn't have a manual safety. Um, you know, there's there's a manual safety on AR-15, and that muzzle, it, because it's longer. You know, obviously the the whole weapon is longer than a pistol. Um, it's it's much easier for um, newer shooters to control that muzzle um, because it has to be deliberate. You know, you have to be deliberate with that muzzle. So. Um, <clears throat> Now, the negative items about an AR-15. You hear this all the time, too. But the concussion, right? Shooting indoors um, with no ear protection is not fun. I can tell you that. It's, uh, it's not fun. Uh, the first round, there's going to be auditory exclusion. Um, so there is that, right? But doing that on a regular basis, uh, you'll have hearing problems. That's all there is to it, you know? Um, but again, that argument could be made for having a self-defense situation outdoors. If you shoot around, you know, if, if you're shooting without ear protection anytime, indoors or outdoors, you run the risk um, of hearing damage if you don't have your ear pro on. So there is that. Again, I think that's a smaller footnote because... At the time somebody's breaking into your home, maybe in the middle of the night, you have bigger problems than the possibility of one or two shots being fired and some degree of hearing loss versus the effectiveness of an AR-15 and the capacity that you have right there in one package uh, with a weapon-mounted light, with a sling, etc. That's my perspective on it, but again... You know, we'd love to hear what you think on that, too. The other thing to consider about the AR-15 that might not make it right for everyone is there is a bit of manipulation that goes into charging the weapon. Um, 
you know, operating the, the manual safety. There are some folks that subscribe to the idea that, you know, Glock 19 is way better because once there's a round in the chamber, there's no operation other than pulling the trigger, right? There's no manual safety to um, manipulate under stress. Now, there's two schools of thought there. One is it's a training issue, right? So you you train past whatever that hurdle is. Or two, you know, keep it as simple as possible, you know. And that that's up to the user, right? So that's a that's a laundry list there of of pros and only a few cons. Okay, one of the other items is people say, well, hey, I can have a shorter AR pistol and throw a suppressor. Some call it a silencer, a suppressor, on it, and that will limit the concussion. Um, one of the negative aspects. What we end up doing there, though, is you have to have a shorter barrel, right? Um, because that silencer or suppressor adds some length to the overall um, length of the weapon there, right? So you're kind of, you get an AR-15, a shorter AR-15 because it's not as cumbersome indoors, um, but you throw a can on it that increases the length and makes it a little bit more cumbersome. <laughs> so it's, it's um, a balancing act there, but cans, suppressors, silencers do, um, do mitigate that concussion. Right, so I make it a little bit safer. It's still not uh, safe to shoot an AR-15 with uh, with a can on it without ear pro, but might not damage you as much, right? So that's some something to consider. Anyway, um, the AR-15 though, the fact that you can put a light on it very easily, right, and and not just put a light on it, because you can do that with a pistol, right? But a pistol takes a little bit more manipulation if you don't have the biggest hands to actuate that light, okay? Where it doesn't matter what type of size hands you have with an AR-15, you can, you can really, if you put that light in a forward position, almost anybody can get at it, um, you know? So there's that. All things being equal, though, it's not a bad choice. And with modern self-defense ammo, um, over-penetration is mitigated. You know, it's not completely erased, but it's mitigated. You can get newer shooters on target very quickly with, you know, from the time a threat's realized to the time the trigger's pulled, you can get a newer shooter on target very quickly with a red dot optic on, on an AR-15. There's there's certain aspects that I just that speak to me um, because I know not everybody in my house is trained as well as I am. So I want to use things that are a little bit easier. Um, definitely recoil. I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't put a 12 gauge shotgun uh, with uh, <laughs> magnum load in in the wife in my wife's hands or my my kids' hands. My the kids that are old enough to shoot right. Um, that just wouldn't be nice. Now I understand there's some 90 pound women out there that can shoot a 12 gauge better than I can. And uh, tip of the hat to you if that's you. All right. But uh, anyway, here's some, some pros, some cons uh, against the AR-15 for home defense. It is a consideration. Um, and uh, anyway, drop us a line over at fm at fmtactical.com or log on to Facebook there. 
um, throw us a message or you know jump in the comments there and light it up we'd love to hear from you I appreciate you joining us for our fourth episode these go very quickly honestly and uh, we're just happy to be here and talking about stuff um, we do have some uh, some podcasts coming up uh, the next one will probably be if you're interested in AR-15 um, how to set it up for home defense and then uh, of course we'll We'll talk. I, I'm really excited about a podcast we have coming up. It's uh, how to get your family into unarmed self-defense. You know, all sorts of um, fun boxing, MMA, and jiu-jitsu stuff. But uh, anyway, thank you so much for joining us. God bless you. I hope you have a great rest of the week. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you soon.